We are here. All right. So you got any cool vacation plans coming up for when we go on break? Man, I I have a few. I have a few, you know, uh, think about hitting up, hitting up Louisiana for a bit. You know what I'm saying? Just I, I have to get that. Have to get them beignets. See see what's mm. hot. See see what's the deal with the three hour long wait time. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, for me, I think I'm gonna go somewhere where I can sip some my ties. But concerning the fact it's about to hit the fall in the winter, <laughs> it might be too late for that. Oh yeah, nah, you 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 missed that opportunity a month ago. <laughs> it's yeah, it's that that busy season. So somewhere where I can snuggle up and get some hot cocoa would be nice. Mm, hot cocoa, maybe maybe go on the mountainside, see some snow. Absolutely, it's actually been a while since I had some hot cocoa. To be honest with you, it's been years for me. Exactly. <laughs> when you're a kid, you put the marshmallows in it. Delicacy. And man, what 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 happened to us? What happened to us? <laughs> we got old, and we became blurred. Speaking of what's getting to it, so I'm Demetrius, and I'm Demetrius, and Meach and Meach presents the Blurred City Podcast. All right. So as promised, this is our bonus Q&A episode. It's very streamlined. We're just going to get mainly into the questions. Thanks so much to just our listeners sending in your questions, uh, whether it be by email, reaching out directly to us, DMs, or just like even text messages. Greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah. So this is just our way to give back to you, wrap up the month as like you've just like rocked with us for this past three months. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, just appreciate all of you who sent in all these questions because we got we got quite a got quite a bit to go through we got quite a bit to go through but uh before we get into that right yep. we, we gotta hit you with that legal spiegel you know so go for it all right so the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media all sources we reference are owned by the respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and do not reflect any biases or corporate agendas your discretion is advised Oh, man, I'm going to miss hearing that uh, for the next however long we're gone. But going from there, we're just going to do into a quick what's hot since this is still linear, um, still canonical speaking, (laughs) unlike our Patreon episodes. But just going with that, since we're going to be gone for at least a month, maybe more, uh, just depending on different factors, go ahead, turn on uh, the your notifications subscribe uh go to our youtube just follow hit the like button give us a rating that way whenever we do come back you automatically know that hey you're going to get that message that hey we're back so just with that really just lock in and again thanks for rocking with us and also for our patreon we're aiming to put up three more episodes so by the time you're hearing this our prey review episode which is a really great movie will be up on the patreon we're doing a character study of now fumi so uh, rising of the shield hero just specifically for season one and then also we're planning to do a miss marvel season review yeah yeah and now it's time for us to get into what's hot You know, just this is quick. What hot? Let's see what's happening out here in these streets. What's what's upcoming, especially during the time we gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. What yeah. you got? 
So season, well, well, by the time people hear this episode, the episode two of House of the Dragon will be out. But I told you when we talked about it on previous episodes, episode one was going to come out with a banger because it had to. And it absolutely came out as a banger. Boy, <laughs> boy. Oh, my goodness. That that was one of the roughest episodes to watch, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was like, hold up. So we so we starting off some on some red wedding type of nonsense. All right. Bro, I was literally at one scene. You probably know what the scene is. I was like in falsetto voice. I was like, what are you cutting off? No. <laughs> Bro, I was, I was screaming. You, you know, I still have nightmares about that, right? <laughs> Bro, that was awful. I was like, why are we doing this? Because Game of Thrones play no games. Yeah, so it's back. Already confirmed for season two. I, I mean, if I was them, I wouldn't be counting my chickens before they hatch. But but, but just like with that, it was a good first season. Uh, well, first episode. Hearing just like the theme come back, got that feeling, put you back in that headspace that we are like, I don't know, 2014, 2015, kind of like the peak of it and everything. Going from there, also, we have Rings of Power that will be coming out this Friday when you do hear the episode. So again, it's so funny that we talked about our tears. The fantasy tier is coming back with a vengeance. So just like get ready and lock in for that. Lock in, lock in. And then also She-Hulk, I believe the next day is like also having its season three. It's very split down the middle of fandom, but we're not going to talk about that today. Man, I, I I have opinions about that and why it's split, but uh, I'm not going to get into that right now because um, y'all y'all probably already know where I'm going to lie with it. Uh, but on, on my end, right, there is a couple things that's actually going to be happening, not not upcoming soon but it's mm-hmm. going to be upcoming later so in october we oh, got boy. the the end of the h4o trilogy mm. halloween ends is releasing i i'm gonna be there day zero uh, <laughs> yes because you know I, I i love me some halloween i love me some michael myers yes sir uh, not as much as jason Voorhees, but uh we but but hey, if if you want to debate debate me about that, then we can go at it all year long, bro. I'm on your side 100 percent with us. <laughs> all right, all right. So, we, hey, I'm Team Jason all day. All right, all right, all right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. So that way, uh, okay, good, good. So you see that you you gonna have to face two real blurs blurs <laughs> on that debate. Uh, but then in November. This is one that I I am super excited for, and I am super hyped about. Because God of War Ragnarok gets released. Oh boy! Ooh, yes, yes, and and my PS Five is ready. <laughs> my PS Five is ready for that bad boy, and I'm and you will not hear hide nor hair from me for a while. <laughs> Did you do pre order or are you like day of? Oh no, I'm gonna get a day of. Okay, like, I'm probably gonna do like digital. So that makes sense. You can just download it. Yep. So I so I don't have to step outside the comfort of my home. I don't have to uh deal with any yahoos or have to go not Karen mode on people, but uh they're farming fools. Oh no no no. We I'd have to lace up the black air forces in order to 
for them to incur my wrath for not having my my order of God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, and I need to listen to listen to him one more time. Read it, boy. <laughs> yep, November 9th. So so get ready because and you're gonna see like a lot of solo episodes of Demetrius. I, I ain't gonna be here. That's fair. Um, just since we are, I didn't know we were gonna go that far deep in, but just things to keep on your radar, people. In September, the Woman King. That's about to be fire. I can feel it in my soul. Viola Davis about to go in. Um, so that's gonna be really good. Oh, so we talked about like representation, kind of like in our prey episode, similar to that. So that's gonna be something to check out. Circle your calendars for Black Adam. That's a big movie, and we will be on the hiatus, but that's a big enough movie. So if we were to come back, just just keep that in mind. And then also in November, Wakanda Forever. And also other in October, if you're an anime fan, just just look at Crunchyroll because October, I'm not going outside in October. We eating. (laughs) So just from that, just, yeah, just keep your radars open. The nebula of nerddom is definitely expansive. So going from there, we're going to start with our Q&A mailbag. All right. All right. So, yeah. So we got ourselves a giant list of questions that have been asked about us and we about to just go ahead and get started. So, all right. So question number one that we got here today is which anime world would you not live in? Attack on Titan. Absolutely not. Facts. (laughs) No, there's no explanation needed, bro. Like, let's say pre-season four if you lived on parody paradise island absolutely not that well when we thought that was like oh that's a spoiler when we thought that you know the world wasn't as big as it was but season four absolutely not (laughs) especially especially after i'm good like nah nah i can keep that you can keep that out of here that's for Uh, the birds Mm-hmm. But an- another world that I actually would not want to live in, right? And you think about it, the Naruto world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like all the wars that be happening, you got if you if you just wake up in the wrong village, like um, you done. Uh like do do I have to mention uh what happens if you live in the leaf village? Every it time. Gets, it gets attacked like every other week. See, the one thing about the Naruto world where you're right, if you are that dude and you have abilities and power, you can, like, defend yourself. But at the same time, like, if you think of, like, a Kakashi, he lost, like, his two closest friends. And then, like, if you think about if you're in a Chiha, you don't exist unless, like, three, four Uchihas. And then, like, Naruto, he lost his parents. And then just, like, it's war. Like, you're going to lose people in that. So... I mean, yes, obviously you lose people every day, but like just like that. So, yeah, losing two girls. I'm like, nah, nah, you keep that. I'm gonna have to pass on Demon Slayer too. Oh yeah, nah, nah. Uh, yeah, you not to be snacking on me. Nah. I, oh, I, Promise Neverland. Even though it is kind of <sighs> season season two doesn't exist, but like it split the worlds. So yeah, I I was thinking like. Yeah, you would not want to live there if you were a child. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, you guys, what 
we, we would not live in any of those worlds. So pass. Mm-hmm, hard pass. All right. So next question we got up here is, would you do a D&D of the Avengers versus X-Men? That would be fun. That would be an amazing like side episode. Absolutely. Um, ooh, I'm trying to think of a side I would be on because oh, there's so such an expansive list of X-Men. And for the Avengers, it's like a rotating cast sometimes. But I would definitely do it. I'd, I'd probably be Team X-Men, I think. All right. So, and this is where the... Well, actually, it's not truly where the split comes in because I'm just like... If I was in the Avengers versus X-Men world, you know, I'm on whichever side Venom is. <laughs> Ooh, that's fair. And seeing as how he's technically not an Avenger, and he definitely ain't an X-Men. Oh, no. I'm literally just going to be watching all y'all just kill each other. He, well, the symbiote was a dark Avenger for a while, so. Oh, no, no, no. But Avengers versus X-Men, that's that's the regular. Yeah. We're yeah. we talking the regular daily superheroes. We ain't talking about the villains uh, ain't trying to be heroes. Nah. So either I'm going to be watching on the sidelines, but or. ooh, ooh, I, actually, this would be perfect. It's like if I'm Venom, right? And then I see y'all having this war and y'all just start wilding out and start killing innocents. Then <laughs> I have to step in. Yes. Ooh. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to think of who the big boss for the Avengers would be. Thor or Hulk? That's yeesh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh oh no, now that I think about it, because I was gonna say Jean Grey as the Dark Phoenix could body everybody, but then I remember that there's this comic where I think it's not Thor, but I think it's Wolverine and he has the Dark Phoenix powers and he goes up against Thor or something like that. I might be mixing it up. Oh no, nah, I... you 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 right. This is okay, the yeah. Man, the old man Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nah, that that one's an absolute threat to all of humanity. <laughs> um it's like you got it it's literally like old man Logan, but with the Phoenix Force versus a Herald of Galactus Cosmic Thor. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm good. Yeah. And like the older Thor gets the more powerful he is. So mm-hmm. and then you got the King of Black. <laughs> mm, let's, get, let's get it. This this is gonna be a game. <laughs> That'll be fun. That would be fun. Oh yeah, it'd be amazing. Just do Avengers versus X-Men versus uh the Hive. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go. Let's versus Clintar. Let's get it. Uh right. next one. Yep. Next one we got is it's a two-parter. So, would Wonder Woman be the best leader? And if so, do we acknowledge that she would enslave men? For the first part, no, because she's too ignorant of the world. So, like, just going off the movies, uh, at least, or, like, some depictions of her, where it's like she's on the mascara, and, like, she doesn't know anything of the world, and kind of, like, comes into it, like, bright-eyed. I feel like that wouldn't make a suitable leader in terms of just being like, oh, I'm I'm not aware of this. So like a lot of it is like sometimes acting on emotion, but like acting on a place of like, oh, I just don't know. So I feel like that would put us put people in like a dangerous situation where it's like, oh, I have to educate you about the world. Yeah. And for me, I'm like looking to the comic side of things. Uh, Well, she would probably not be the best leader. 
partially because, well, A, Superman exists, uh-huh. and B, is the fact that, like, she she does display a lot of compassion uh-huh. and a lot of love for, like, people, but it's like she has that, well, has that warrior mindset and that, uh... Right, yeah. And also that, like, let's, let's say unrelatability because if you think about like like clark kent like superman he was Mm -hmm. raised on a farm he was raised as a human like so he and he always ingrains himself into humanity like on a daily so right whereas uh whereas wonder woman yeah only really ever see her with the themiscarans or the justice league yeah that kind of ties into my point of just like you don't know the world enough to in my sense, lead people that are of it. So. Yeah. And then going to her question of a guy that she was <laughs> like, men, I'm like, uh, sir, you you do not, uh, well, she would in like certain Elseworld stories, the Injustice world is certainly one of them, um, mm-hmm. but yes. like, main timeline Wonder Woman would not do that. Especially yeah. considering the fact that there was actually this event called Amazon's Attack, mm-hmm. where it's literally what it says on the tin. Like the the uh, Amazonians, the Themyscarians, they came to came to the U.S. of A. and started trying to run roughshod on people. Mm-hmm. And and Wonder Woman was on the opposite side. Like she had, like she could have like sided with her mother, but she didn't. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, also if we're in the flashpoint timeline. Oh yeah, flashpoint timeline Wonder Woman. Yeah, she definitely would. <laughs> but uh main timeline, prime earth, nah, nah, she <laughs> but I do like the question, you know who you are who wrote that. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. I know exactly who this was. <laughs> but but now whoo, we got the biggest question of all. This mm-hmm. is probably gonna be the one that Depending on certain somebody's answers, I may have to play some of the Black Air Forces. <laughs> and it's a question that will divide our entire audience. Goku versus Superman. Okay. So I saw this like death battle thing on YouTube, and it was Crash. literally <laughs> let me just so it like was this fight Goku versus Superman, right? But here's the thing that was before Ultra Instinct. And I think it was also before Goku Blue or God. They, they did two battles. One oh. where blue and then and then the one you're thinking of. Okay, so I didn't see the second one. Did in that one did he lose again? Yes. Seriously? Wow. Okay. Um here's the one thing with Superman. He has such an obvious uh Goku wouldn't use it. Never mind. I was gonna say that like Superman, he has the kryptonite weakness, but Goku would never use kryptonite. Uh, he'd be like, no, I'll destroy all the kryptonite in the universe so we can have a fair fight. Uh, if he is ultra instinct the entire time, I think he could body Superman because Superman, uh, dang it, Superman does have the weakness of like the sun. I don't think they utilize it enough. Like in the Injustice world, they use like the red sun to like depower him. And then in Flashpoint, we see that he never has access to the sun. So he's like, he's powerful, but he's not like super strong. Like he can like easily be defeated. So I think that he could ultimately lose to Goku 
Um, but it would definitely be a fight. All right. Whew. All right. Good. 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 As long as good. I I almost thought we'd have to start the debate, but uh, I'm I'm Team Goku, and here's the reasons why. All right. So he he touched on a you touched on a lot of good ones. Firstly, is the fact that his Ultra Instinct is it's kind of, it's it's wild. Like you, it's like how can like automatically dodging like how how Superman gonna beat what he can't touch, and right now in the manga. He, he completely mastered Ultra Instinct to the point where he has his own version of it that wow. allows him to to essentially it's essentially like the best of both worlds. Like he can still be the Saiyan brute that he always has, but he can still, you know, dodge and be with the swiftness. So he's like his true ultra instinct. That's what it's called. Um and now Superman, right? I know he's he's powerful, right? Now imagine if the fight goes into space, and then they keep going, and mm-hmm. they keep going at it. Would it's like how how far you think out of the yellow sun's range you think they could go? Right, which is obvious. Like they can go like they can go across universes at this point. Um, and with the character of. And like Goku's nature, sure he would not like think of using kryptonite or red solar radiation, but if he sees that Superman gets stronger when he uh when he goes out into the you know red salt when he gets close to Yellow Sun, he might actually quite literally just teleport him like away from it. But that's just me. That's just me. One, and that's what I have to say about that topic. Only only thing I do know, like in the manga, even though I haven't read it, I just at least saw it. I don't know if it's true or not. He did get knocked out by Mr. Negro. <laughs> look, 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 the Black Air listen, the Black Air Forces was strong with, with him and and if that chapter came out uh when we did the anime villain draft, I most certainly would have put him on my team. But uh <laughs> but but yes, but the thing is that like Think about it. That man had 10 years worth of training, and you saw what he could do with four months. That's true. So th- so he on another tier right now. Ah, uh, yeah, there is. And you, yeah, so you know uh, Goku. So you know Goku is gonna eventually, like, narratively gonna get to that level. That's crazy. That's crazy. So there's gonna be something greater than Ultra Instinct as well. Yep. Alright. Next question. All right. Next question is that in the year 2099, who would we refer to as Spider-Man? I'm slightly confused. Does this mean our 2099 or in the comics 2099? I I would assume probably like, let's say like if it's our time, like if we ended up living to the year 2099, who would we call Spider-Man? Oh, that's not happening on my end. But I think it would be a missed opportunity to not have Miguel O'Hara as a live action Spider-Man. <laughs> but honestly speaking, oh, I feel like we're going to get into it because I saw something else about like public domain. So like um, the big three of DC are going to be public domain in like 10, 12 years. So like people can do what they want with it. So <laughs> Spider-Man is definitely going to be public domain by the time we hit like the 50s, 60s. So 
it's it could be interesting like we might be at a different version of maybe we could even have like a carnage spider-man to be honest with you um kind of like how they did the superior spider-man uh so possibly but i'm gonna go with miguel O'Hara just because it makes sense so see yeah and that's my thing right i like i want it to be miguel right and it's like okay 2099 the year 2099 hey we didn't we do a comic that was like Miguel O'Hara Spider-Man 2099 like yeah why don't we have him take over yeah. but here's the thing that I know about Marvel they do they like to do this a lot which is called sliding time scale mm. where essentially like they just update the times within like the characters or within their Marvel story so like for example like sh- like actually this is probably be a bad example because like Captain America like he'll still like be World War II and he like still like fall into the ice. Just a matter of when he gets out. That's that's different. That's fair. or how uh, Punisher like he was pretty much a Vietnam War vet veteran, but now they just make it a nebulous like war. Mm. Uh, or how the fact that like you have Peter Parker who's uh who's pretty much like a product of the 60s like and you see like everything like 60s wise yet here he is in 2022 with 2022 technology and and like he hadn't aged a day that's fair. that's it's like that's kind of like my meta thinking right now is that like if if peter parker's still popular by by 2099 they still gonna do him they just gonna do sliding time scale again and make it like a nebulous like okay what year is it 20x uh but if it's but i but if they do do miguel and they do him justice and do him justice again then let's get it wow. I'd, I'd be here for it i hopefully they'll find the cure for immortality uh <laughs> by that time so i can live to see it but it can always become a vampire you right. <laughs> right. Uh, just uh, branching off that, the only my only problem with immortality is that at some point the sun is going to die. Yep. And the world will not be fun to live on at that point. This is my thing. I I hope we find a way to where like I could turn the immortality off if I want to. Yes. Like, I can yes. like I can die when I want to. <laughs> like for, when the world ends but I can live as long as I need to. Mm-hmm. Like, if we had that type of society, like, well, actually, that society would be kind of kind of trash. But... The overpopulation, my goodness. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. Crazy. Um, going from there, now we're going to get into, like, a series of questions. Um, so, here we go. <laughs> Top five comic book films of all time. Oh! All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Top five all time. Endgame. Mm-hmm. No Way Home. Yes. Spider-Man 2. We're just rocking there. Keep going. Dark Knight. Yeah, keep going. And oh man, the fifth one's kind of kind of gonna hit. You me. might some people like Infinity War more than Endgame, to be honest with you. Right? I'm like, it's like between in, yeah. in game and that, I was like, it, it's kind of neck and neck. So you know what? We're gonna put Infinity War as number five, as the fifth one. 
I can't argue with that. The only thing I would say is Spider-Man 2 before No Way Home was my favorite uh, superhero movie of all time. I mean, I'm trying to think of stuff that I can compare it to. That's like the only one where you could look at it and be like, where other people could look at it and be like, take Spider-Man 2 off. But I can't really think of it. Like, you could argue Flashpoint, but like the comp, the actual like animated version yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I personally wouldn't put that over Spider-Man 2. Um, I'd yeah, say I like the only one that I would say, and I just thought of it right now, that could, that could be worthy to take Spider-Man 2 off is Logan. Gosh, I love Logan. That, that like, was that was my honorable mention number six. Bro, the end of that movie when they I had the cross. Tears. When they had the cross and she picked it up and she put an X. Oh my goodness. I wanted I I was so sad. Like I I like got on the bus because like this was in college. So like I would take the bus to the movie theater, like in a different city. I like just like put in my headphones and I just like was listening to Johnny Cash hurt all the way home. <laughs> that was such a beautiful movie. How did it take that long to get a good uh, Wolverine movie? <laughs> the injustice. Man. Man. I don't, I don't know anymore, man. I, yeah. Oh, that that had me in tears. That was a good one. I, I can't put over Spider-Man 2 though. Um, the only thing you could also argue is that Obviously, it's like subjective, but yeah. some people wouldn't put. Some people would go like with the rule of how, like when we did our anime villain draft, not doing two from the same universe. So, like some people would go, "Hey, if No Way Home is there, I'm not going to do Spider Man two or vice versa." And then some people would go, "If Endgame is there, um, I'm not going to do Infinity War." Infinity War. So, yeah, um, trying to think of anything else. Like I don't like the 80s and 90s and pre. They're decent but i wouldn't say that they're better than any of the movies post 2000s um just like fandom wise yeah maybe i don't even know if wakanda forever is going to break the top five be honest with you we'd have to see about that one yeah i think from an emotional standpoint because like black panther popped in my head and i'm like that's it's not better than any of the six movies that we just listed yeah so and then like obviously what kind of forever is going to have like that emotional type point even like the batman which i really enjoyed if it it's not taking out anything for me so yeah 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 that's and that's the thing like there's so many good options it's it's really hard to try to you know try to pick and rank them yeah i'm not even ranking i'm just saying those are top five to me so yeah so I mean, as I said, like, hey, this is a subjective one. And if you guys have different opinions, then that's completely OK, because because mm-hmm. there's so many good ones out there. It's like you and and the fact of the matter is, you know, it's good when I haven't mentioned Venom, the Venom movie in my top five. Yes, it's a personal yeah. <laughs> five. But just of all time, I'm just like, it ain't. Mm-hmm. it's a good time, but it ain't that. Yeah, I can't think of none of the X Men movies would be any well other than Logan would be anywhere close to the top ten in my opinion. Um, I mean, like X Men Two United might be the best X. No, no, no. Days of Future Past is the best X Men movie, but oh, I don't know. 
That's hard. That might actually be a top 10 movie now that I think about it. But mm-hmm. going from there, this is uh, speaking, well, stop you, but teams with the Fantastic Four movie in development, who in your opinion should be casted along with Dr. Doom and director? Sheesh. All right. Well, we kind of already got uh, Mr. Fantastic with John Krasinski. I heard that was just a fan casting that they did it for that reason. More than likely, but hey, if if he chooses to stay on as Mr. Fantastic, then hey, make my job easier. I don't know if the choice is his, though. That's the thing. That Well, it depends on how much his uh, contract is, or like how <laughs> much he's true. asking for. Um, mm-hmm. For Invisible Woman, right? I'm thinking Emily Blunt. Cause yeah. It was like, it's like, you don't have him. You might as well have her, too. It's like, Let's let's get it. Mm-hmm. And then for Johnny Storm, right? This one kind of this one took me took me a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and like as much as I want to say, hey, why don't you do Chris Evans again? <laughs> uh, but but you but we but we can't you can't can't do that. So we need somebody like you know young. Uh, it's like somebody young, somebody you think could actually pull it off. Uh-huh. And I just went out on a limb. I was like, why don't we do like Dylan O'Brien? Mm, that's a good one. That's yeah. interesting. It, if you guys don't recognize that name, he's uh, Thomas in the Maze Runner series. Or if you're a Teen Wolf fan from Teen Wolf. <laughs> that too. I, I <laughs> You lost me at Teen Wolf, so bro, but, Teen Wolf was good. <laughs> I um the first few seasons were good. Mm, you, you you lose me, you lose me. Uh, <laughs> and then with but then with the thing, right? He's a CGI, so yeah. Literally, all we have to do is cast his voice. <laughs> and as far as that goes, like I I don't I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you. Pick like somebody who has like a deep voice. Oh, it could uh, be your boy that you gave the rose to last week. Tony, wait, Tony Todd? No, no, not maybe him. Oh no, the other guy we gave a rose to. Ah, uh, gosh, he was a note. The dad, Keith voice David. He would be a good one, like gravelly kind of thing. Nah, nah, it's because sure he has a deep voice, but you know he got to have that uh kind of like that accent. Oh, yeah, it's like that New York Yankee uh, accent. He has to be like, well, he has to give off that I'm that guy energy, but also have that like that super lovable kind of like fun uncle type of energy at the same time. I think Keith David can pull that off. Oh, yeah. Keith David can can pull it off easy. I'm just saying, like, why? Why waste Keith David on something like that? I mean, they have Vin Diesel's group. He literally says three things. Four, technically. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right. So if you if you want to do Keith David, yes, let's let's get Keith David in there. Okay. Um, I actually, well, we got asked this question by the same person before on uh, Insta, but for Mister Fantastic Invisible Woman, yeah, I'm with you. For Human Torch, based on the popularity, I said the dude that plays Eddie Munson. Ooh, because like he like took the show by storm in a show where we love every character, so. Uh, Eddie Munson, that that actor would be a good choice in my opinion. Ooh, for yeah. the thing, I just did Justin Cornwall. He was like an um, he's a black dude in um, 
the third season of Umbrella Academy, but like he doesn't oh, have yeah, a big, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a big role because of course like black people don't get representation, so they got nope. rid of him in like the first episode. Yep. But for Doctor Doom, I said Michael Fassbender. Yeah. I think he could pull off a Doctor Doom. Like he pulled off Magneto very well. Um and then their director, I think they already have a director on tap, like the person that directed at WandaVision, I believe. But for me, I said Christopher Nolan because he's like the goat of directors. Yeah, yeah, he could could do that one. Uh, you could also I could also say like for Doctor Doom, you could uh Javier Bardem. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yes, absolutely. Like, like, look, he he got the the Eastern European accent on lock. You know who would be cool? Uh, oh gosh, the Espinito, the dude from Breaking Bad, the uh, Giancarlo Latino. Esposito. I know, like, the casting of it, but, like, the actual personality and swag of a Doctor Doom, oh, yeah, he, he would have that. From oh, that perspective. Oh, from lock. that perspective, like, he would have the swag of Doctor Doom down. Like, you would be like, oh, I'm actually scared of this dude. And, like, oh, he's smart. So, but that's not going to happen. So, oh, I think he actually is, like, in talks with him about something. But going from there, we're going to have our favorite MCU movie. We kind of listed our top five I think we both were like No Way Home. Yep. So, Easy. So we can keep going. Uh, favorite MCU character? I'm just going to go Spider-Man because I'm a Spider-Man fan. So. Easy. Just Spider-Man or Black Panther. All right. So going to our next question. Um, this is from my Onichan. So here we go. If you had to choose between Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan, which would you choose? Wait, like choose to live in or just choose to like as I, an I would say like prefer to watch. Mm. Or like if you had to get rid of one, which one would you keep? Demon Slayer. That end. That... Wait, oh. you would keep it or get rid of it? Oh, 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 we we're asking if I would keep it. Uh, let's keep... just say like which one is yeah. Okay, which one's better? Attack of Titan's better. That Demon Slayer, uh that animation is crispy. But it don't carry that story. That story had me gripped from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And I just say, like, I, I'd rewatch Attack on Titan any day of the week. Like, there are many characters in there that I just identify with and love to the very end. Sasha, she's 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 amazing, you know. She's a great character that is still going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got and then we we cannot talk about goats without talking about Levi and his mm-hmm. and his black Air Force energy. Everyone with the speeches. Shinso Sakeo. <laughs> Shinso Sakeo. <laughs> that was fire. Uh, but but and do I have to talk about Aaron? <laughs> Let's talk about Anna Yega. Oh boy, and, and that that's all I need to see for me. Um. People have been saying that, like, Demon Slayer is not overrated. Uh, I will not handle that slander. But they have said, like, the story of Demon Slayer is not as great as the hype for the show gets, which is fair because the animation and the fight scenes on Demon Slayer literally have us doing cartwheels and backflips. But Attack on Titan, I'm going to have to choose because, again, like you said, the story, like, that first episode is like, okay, lock in. It's literally like, oh, this is what we're doing the first episode. Um, then episode seven, you're like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. And it just like keeps going. 
Um, it like takes a genre shift, like we talked about offline, uh, just with like between season th- three and season four. But just like with season four, like the reveal was like, oh, and like even just like looking at reactors talk about it, like because they were running in parallel early in January with just like season two of Demon Slayer and like season four of Attack on Titan kind of together. So like that comparison. But I would say just like the story of Attack on Titan is like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like S tier storytelling. So oh yes. All right. So Did I see that twist coming? Absolutely not. No. No. Um yeah that entire episode was just like oh my goodness like this is incredible writing. Okay, so and just to follow up with that, and what short anime would you recommend? Uh, they started watching One Piece, but they can't keep watching because <laughs> they know it's too long. So. <laughs> oh, good short anime to watch. I I would classify short as like anywhere between like twelve twenty episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh man, if it's like your first time getting into anime, right? I mean, firstly, refer to our uh, anime one on one episode. Episode and, five. Yep, episode five to to really get the lowdowns. Like, hey, which one are you feeling? Mm-hmm. So, like, are you feeling like slice of life? You feeling a uh, insane zaniness, or are you feeling a uh, you know you're just feeling it? So here's here's my recommendation. I actually got it right here. Oh, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, <laughs> that's a good Cowboy one. Bebop is a phenomenal 26 episode series, 30 minutes long. It's it's mostly slice of life, you know, got some good action in there. The voice acting phenomenal. That theme song you you you'll be humming from Absolutely. now to the end of time. Uh <laughs> and and the fact of the matter is like it's compelling. Like it all the characters are likable, relatable. And you just, as I said, like if you if you want to give it a shot, start there. It's as I said, it got it got a mix of it all. Anime is like good action, mm-hmm. hilarity, good music, choreography, all of that. Yep. Okay. Um, short animes. Uh, well, I know the person that asked this. So, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, compared to other shonen, is relatively short because. Yes. Other shonen last like hundreds of episodes. Mm-hmm. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood's like six fifty-six to sixty-five, kind of like yeah. in that range. Um, and it's very just like once they get into the story, it's very straightforward. Everything builds towards the end. So that's like a good one um to watch. And just like other short ones, like 12 to 24 episodes. Ranking of Kings is a good one to kind of watch with that. Um, I'm going to keep just like talking about that show. And then <laughs> Mob Psycho. Ah, you can't start with Mob Psycho. Mm, nah, nah. I was like, I was like, what, what mob the, you talking about? <laughs> the, the animation will throw you off if you aren't an anime fan. And if you, cause it might make you not want to give it a chance. So, but yeah, ranking of Kings and then like full matter alchemist brotherhood is like one that definitely, get into if you're new to it yep all right so this is a, a difficult one vegeto or gogeta i'm team gogeta i mean goats jita my, my fault my fault i'm sorry to disrespect you but uh all right so here's here's my lining for gogeta goat jita sorry sorry it, it, it's, it's all right so goats jita he's like well firstly like in terms of the fusions he's the one that i i seen first same 
and like when it like firstly he he has that like you know that that i am him energy bro he got that drip yes that that vest is on lock when when he appeared in fusion reborn and then just slaughtered janemba like it was nothing i'm like yes i am with that <laughs> and then and then when he came back in gt i'm like and he was just fodderizing omega Shine. i'm like yes but then he didn't finish them all because plot but uh, <laughs> i was like because plot and then he came but but here's the thing when I when it was announced that he came was coming back in Broly, I lost my collective mind. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I lost my collective mind because it was just like, yes, we find hey, we finally get to see the fight that has been like fan talked about for decades, which yep. is Gogeta Goat Gita versus Broly. Sure, it's new versions of the characters, mm-hmm. but we still get that fight and. Fight, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's it's too great. Now, okay. now I'm not gonna knock Vegito at all. Like he he great. Like he he's like a good option for if uh things go sideways and if you got earrings. But uh, the thing is, it's like his his super cockiness kind of threw me off a bit. Mm-hmm. Now Super Saiyan Four Gogeta, he had it too, but that was again because plot. Uh, but but yeah and then like movesets and like in terms of the video games goat jita's movesets is just just yeah kill but yeah Yeah. so super tough vegeto is only the earring combination is that correct yes okay definitely i would go with gogeta goat jita because that's super saiyan four form is disgusting man like the power of the drip just like the swag of it um i know like gt people hate it but that was like the one of the highlights of that show so all right i I was gonna also just add that uh in dragon ball fighters he's perhaps one of the super saiyan 4 goat jita is actually one of the top tier characters because he has like his ultimate move Mm. actually actually is a one-hit kill if that makes sense i'm just like (laughs) bro i just thought about it what if the um ultra instinct goku that you mentioned merged with the this is a slight spoiler the ego vegeta and they actually calamity (laughs) calamity that's what happens destroy the shorter god it's like beerus done for uh weiss it's all raps. Jiren, out of here. Goku Black gone. gone. Black Frieza is out of here. Oh, that'll be the end of it, but Vegeta would never go for it. Okay, so this one is the tough one. I had to think about it. I was going to say one, and then I thought about another one. I was like, oh, God. Name one anime scene that made you tear up. So I have mine. I can go and give you time to think. But yeah, because I have a couple to choose from. So I remember in 2020, I started watching Clan Ad. Um, and no. Yeah, there's multiple parts where you can cry from this, but the part that made me cry. So I am really big on if you have a goal and if like something happens to you before you get to reach that goal, it's really sad to me. Um, 
So, which is why I'm like always just like, hey, if you have a dream, go for it. But I forgot her name, but like the girl that was like handing out the starfish or like mm-hmm. the stars to people and just like realizing that like she was like a ghost in a sense. And like she never got to like accomplish something that made me so sad and like terrible. I know like there's other sad parts to the um that show, my goodness. But like that was like the first part of it where it was like, yo, I was like in absolute tears. All right. As in there's there's a couple for me to choose from. Right. And it's it's still a toss-up to this day. But the one but the one scene that actually legit had me crying, like bawling my eyes out. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a super spoiler, but all I'll just say is for what show? For what show? And then they can... assa- for assassination classroom. Oh boy, yes. The ending for that show. Yes. Had me in tears. Like, like I like, and the worst part is that we knew it was going to happen, but we, but we didn't want it to happen. Bro, we're the same person. That made like when he was like talking to each and every kid and just like Like, like, roll call. I was like bowling. (laughs) I was like, Kuro Sensei, no roll call it, I was, it, it seems they roll call I was like <laughs> no and, and that's expecting that yeah and that's one of the reasons I cannot go and rewatch that anime because <laughs> yeah I know I'm just gonna cry again gosh if only he was a villain he could have been the villain draft but like he wasn't a villain so nah nah he definitely was no villain <sighs> nah. yeah okay <laughs> resetting so what are our thoughts on the Sony's Madam Web coming up next year? Okay. All right. So this this is probably a question specifically for me because I know who asks this and he knows that I have I have thoughts. All right, Sony. Br- bring that here. <laughs> All right. So here's my thoughts on Madam Web. I don't think it's gonna be good. So here's here's my reasoning. Number one, produced by Sony. It's like yeah. literally y'all batting one out of three. Yeah. And I say it's like Venom is like good movie. Very mm-hmm. solid. Let there be carnage. I'm just dis- I was disappointed in because better and longer. Better and longer, and there was no carnage. Uh and then do I have to talk about Morbius? I th- I think you're letting them off the hook. Because you said one of three. They released other Spider-Man movie before the uh, MCU took over. See, see, no, no, no. Here's the thing, right? I'm talking specifically about their track record nowadays. Okay, keep going. I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna count like, like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man or, or Toby's. Like those, like I, I let that be because okay. both, because all of them that was pre-MCU, and, and then when it came to and do I have to talk about it's morbing time and just about how how y'all had the cojones to re-release that movie in theaters. They were duped. So they so they definitely don't have it uh together. And that's why like I am super that's that's reason number one why I'm super skeptical. B, the character of Madame Webb is intrinsically tied to Spider-Man. Yes. A lot of these properties are. 
but there is absolutely like there is very little and i mean very minuscule skill wiggle room for why spider-man can't appear in a madam web movie and that is because and and thirdly we have to talk about which madam web is it yeah because they never they never said which one it is is it gonna be the original one that we think of from the 90s show yeah the cool one yeah or are we talking about the the new one who's basically spider woman but uh but she got psychic powers now well they said it's emma stone playing it so i can't imagine she's going to be super old emma stone they got is it Emma Watson? It's hold one up. of the Emmas. Hold up, hold up. Hold, oh, nah. Oh, nah, nah, oh, nah, 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 nah. What did I, I do? Oh, nah, nah, nah. Uh-uh. No, I can't. I can't allow that to slide. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Oh, no, they didn't get it. Oh, thank you. Is it not an Emma? They got Emma Roberts. Oh, okay. They got Emma. Oh, oh Christ, Christ bruh. is averted. Bruh, you were about to have me go on a bender. <laughs> but... Essentially, but but in terms of everything, it's gonna be a trash movie. I'm probably not gonna watch it, <laughs> or if I do, I'm going to use my uh my jailbroken fire stick to watch it. <laughs> and 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 all I'm saying is like it's it's just it's just not it. It's just not it. Okay, that ain't the move. All right, so my thoughts on it, I'm kind of with you. Like first venom, it was. It wasn't what I thought it would be, but it took a life of its own because Tom Hardy saved that movie. Darn then right. for the second one, I think I, I had like a headache or something when I was watching it originally. So I, like I kind of enjoyed the way I wanted to. So I had to rewatch it. It's okay. I thought there'd be more carnage, like you said. Um, it. I thought Scream was gonna get like the Venom Scream that we think of. Uh, <laughs> it, it was okay. Um, and I haven't seen Morbius, but I heard it's horrendous. Also, I, I heard they like were it. supposed to do like a black cat and S- silver sable. Uh, oh, that thing has been in the pipeline since Amazing Spider-Man 2. So I think that's not happening either. But you know what's crazy is that they had Into the Spider-Verse, which is one of oh, that's one of the top comic books of all well, movies of all time. That's top 10. Top 10. I don't know if I'll put it in top five, but I went to the theater, saw it like four times. Um that's a great movie. I don't I don't understand like it, it's like a similar story style of storytelling. So I don't really get it. But for Madam Web, I don't have high hopes for it. But I if I hear it's good, I'll give it a chance. All right. So moving from there, what are our thoughts on King the Conqueror being the next MCU villain? I am ready. My my soul is ready. Um I, I like okay, so with with Kang, right? I see him as like he can't carry like a whole a whole uh phase like Thanos can. Like mm-hmm. like he he he's not that type of character. He's he kind of I kind of see him along the lines of uh Ultron. Like mm. he's a powerhouse, but realistically he could probably only sustain like one movie, maybe two. Well, he does have the King Dynasty, and then we know he's yeah. going to appear in the Quantum Mania movie. But yeah, I, he's going to be main villain of that. I don't King know. Dynasty. Is he the main villain of Quantum Mania? Yes. I'm, okay, so I know he's going to be in. It. I just didn't know if he was the main main villain. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, somebody's about to get bodied in that movie because Ant Man Ant Man is not beating King the Conqueror. All right, Pete. Watch its ghost. 
<laughs> Nobody's making it in that. Watch, it's actually going to be somebody. It's either going to be Paul Rudd or, uh, oh, wait, Hank Pym going to get taken out. Yeah. And his yeah. daughter's in the movie, so. Yeah. It's Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. Like, both of them got to get taken out this movie. All right. Well, <laughs> RIP to them. Yeah. And, but yeah. I just, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, yep, Kang is, Kang is like a, he's a great villain. Yeah, he is. I would just say also going along with that so we can kind of speed along that I hope they kind of give Jonathan Majors the ability to play multiple versions of Kang, kind of like how he was the the one above. It's not the one above all. Sorry. Uh, he was the, like, the one at the time. end of time. Yes, the one at the end of time, like where he played that character. And then Kang is like a much more serious version. And then I hope he gets to play other versions of that as they like do multiversal hopping. So going from there, what quirk would you want to have? I would just want teleporting. We kind of talked about that earlier. What would you kind of want? Mm. Teleporting, uh, I would probably say super speed or or hey, if we if we talking about quirk quirks, I would take the half hot, half cold quirk. Yes, that's a good one. Because yeah. uh, hey, I'm I'm like my like we don't need gas or uh, it's like I can cut off the gas bill. I cut off uh, <laughs> all that. Just be like, let's see, create ice. Let me use my fire to melt it down. Oh, look at that. We got water. Nice. <laughs> Boom, done. Dope. All right. Just feeding along. So anime characters that can trash talk. The best trash talkers. So it, this is going to be an all villain list. Just, just go ahead. I Okay. So uh, actually, I just thought of three. All right. Firstly, Vegeta is a hard trash talker. Yeah. Frieza is probably the biggest trash talker of all. You monkey. Uh, but but he but here's the character who was like, as soon as I read that question, I was like, it's always him. Escanor. Ooh, yes, number one. He's definitely number one. Escanor is disrespectful. He is the trash talker. Bro. It's like, like, bro, when he said, uh, I was like, oh, I can't. No, no, he was like, oh, I can't uh hit you. Who decided that? <laughs> oh, I oh wait, I hey, you swallowed my son with the darkness? Who decided that? I decide this. Get out Bro, of my face. There's two. There's one where it's like uh the angel is like hovering in the air, whatever. Yeah. He, like he hops up top, like so he's like standing, he's like, yo, I'm sorry, but I can't allow weaker beings to like be yeah, like looked out on me and there's another one where it's like the dude uh meliodas's brother um Estorosa. yes where it's like his ability is if you have yeah. hatred in your heart and you like attack him then you, you do you turn to stone or do you just like lose your powers no you can't move you can't move so like if you have any hatred in your heart when you attack him you can't move and escanor attacked him he's like yo what what's happening escanor is like I can't have hate in my heart for like a, such a pitiful creature. Someone I <laughs> feel sorry for. I'm like, how oh, that? Escanor is disrespectful. Um, just other characters. Obviously, Madara has like the line of the century, where it's like the Susano line. So, <sighs> why do I not use my full power? It's like, would an adult use his full power on children? <laughs> Another one, Aizen. Oh my, Aizen is just like. Uh, he stopped the main character's theme song finger and then dropped him so those are like some of the top ones that i can think of yeah yeah yep. all right now speeding along we got ourselves another new question is 
All right, so George Lucas had plans for a different sequel trilogy that would have had Luke and Leia fighting Darth Maul and Darth Talon. If it had been made, how do you guys think it would have turned out in comparison to the uh to the non-canon Disney trilogy that came out? Uh would would you have been excited to see Maul return as a major villain? I'm going to just let you take it. That Darth Darth Talon is his brother, right? No, Darth Talon was actually an expanded universe uh, character. She was like a Twi'lek, but uh, she had like Darth Maul's coloring. Okay. All right. And she was uh, a Sith. So I'm going to let you handle this question. All right. Oh, this is my time to shine, boys. <laughs> All right. So here's my, here's my thing. Firstly, almost anything would have been better than, uh, the, than the non-canon Disney trilogy. Um, <laughs> but would I think it would have been great? Uh, depends on like at what time frame it would have came out in. So, and the reason I say that is because of the age of Luke, Leia, and Han. It's like yeah. the ages of the actors, like that had a like an impact on just like how they could like choreograph scenes and like whether they could like fight and whatnot. Like, had they like had it had come out like after the prequels, I would be like, yeah, yeah, I would have. I would love to see it mm-hmm. if it was older, right? I think like it, it would have been hard. I think they could have done it, but uh, if, but like at any case, it would it would probably have to star like their children. And yeah. when I mean children, I do not mean uh being Kylo Ren Solo. Uh, I meant I meant Jason Solo. I mean Jaina Solo, Ben Skywalker. Anakin Solo, I mean them, uh, the true, <laughs> the true heirs of the Skywalker name. You mm-hmm. I mean, uh, sure we would have lost out on Finn, but uh, I mean you could have added Finn in, like yeah, yeah. it, it would have been easy. Uh, but yeah, like had it been made, like I would have loved it. Would I have seen love to see Maul return as major villain? Of course I would. That's mm-hmm. why I was hyped when he came back in Clone Wars. Uh, and he kept coming back. I'm like, yes, give me yeah. more Maul. Redeem him. Yeah, I would have been hyped for that. Another trilogy, Um, what you were talking about, I think also one of our friends mentioned it, but it was like the person that they had the child and the two children. And one of the children was like a force of good on the light. And then one was a force on the dark side. And just kind of like that story. I just don't remember the names that it was. Oh, that was Jason Solo, who yeah. became okay. Darth Kytus, and then Jaina, who was the light side, and they were both twins. Okay, yeah. I would have loved to have seen that with their children, like the actual canonical expanded universe one. So, yeah, we can move on from there. But definitely Darth Maul would have been hype. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Meech and Meech, what are your top three favorite anime? Okay, so... Rising of the Shield Hero was going to be on it until season two came out. It just wasn't season one. So it kind of left me a bit disappointed, um, even though I did still enjoy it. But I think sometimes I'd be playing around with this anime um, just because I watch new stuff. But I got to put Naruto up there. Um, He defined just like when I actually came into anime and understanding what it was. Naruto has to be on there. Bleach after I rewatched the entire series uh, because I never watched the entire series to start with when it came out and ended. 
after I rewatched Bleach, uh, I was like, the first three arcs are like my favorite arcs in any anime. Like, if you cut out all the filler from Bleach, like the Soul Society arc, the Waco Mundo arc, and then just like actually taking down Aizen when he invaded back into the real world are so incredible. And the fights from there are absolutely amazing. Third one, I'm going to have to go with Ranking of Kings for right now, because again, it's just so incredible for Ranking of Kings. So that's what I'm going to go with. Yep. All right. So mine are uh, firstly trapped in a dating simulator. <laughs> that's e- that that easily like took took me out because I was like because the premise alone like at first I thought it was bad then I saw clips of it on YouTube and then that those clips were so intrinsical that I had to go and rewatch the entire anime it's really good, well, I had yeah. to go and watch I'm like yep yep that gotta be number one and we were, it caused us to start reading the light novels that's how mm-hmm. good it was that, yep number two Spy Family wow top three of all time they, they just said favorite Oh, okay, okay. They just said favorite. Okay, cool. My top three favorite. All right. Five, Spy Family, super amazing in this season. And then number three, I, I, ca- I can't I can't do it. I have to go with Dragon Ball. Yeah. I, I have to. It's like I have to, yeah, I have to give my respects to the, to the series that inducted me into anime, that inducted me to the lifestyle. The fact that it's still going strong to this day. Very strong. Did you did you see how uh the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie number is one? The, yes, the number one highest grossing anime movie of all time, higher than the Pokemon movie. That was wild, yeah. You know you you got major clout when you outsell Pokemon. Yeah, uh, you know, that's crazy. Pokemon was number one for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, definitely. I ooh, I do want to have a, a power scaling conversation about anime one day, but because that would be like for a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, we would we would have to get a certain person to, and, and you know exactly who we talking about. Mm-hmm. The, the Alpha Puff Samurai needs to hop back on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next question. Okay. Yep. Next is if y'all could have any pa- anime power, what would you want and why? You know what I would like? I would like to have a Gios. Because some of those Gios were really nice. Um, so if you don't know what I'm talking about from Kogia, Solution of the Rebellion, it's like an eye power essentially for it, and it varied for like different users, but for one of them, like the main one, Lelouch, he could command you to do something um if he looked you directly in the eyes with his Gios and get you to act accordingly. I believe another one they could stop time. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So there's like a lot of definitely interesting parts of that. I would love to have that power. Give me that Sharingan. <laughs> yes. Give me the Susano, baby. Oh. Like, give me the Susano. Give me the Amaterasu. Give me Kamui. Yes. And make it eternal too. Let's let's just make it eternal, and then I. Like I, I'd be a menace to society. <laughs> I'm trying to think of practical uses. You're like, let's destroy the world. <laughs> you thought I'd try and say, firstly, Susano, I can fly to work. I I don't need gas anymore. I mean, you can use Conway for that as well. If you oh yeah, I could, I could use Conway for that. And then number two is like, hey, if anybody tried to come at me sideways, I'm gonna turn <clears> soon. Boom, you, you, boom, you, you, you ash now. <laughs> yeah, you can't put the fire out. Yep. Unless you're uh, Jiren. 
So, or or chicken, chicken, yeah. You can get that garbage out of my face. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, this next one, I'm looking forward to your answer. Which animation studio has the most goaded animation in the industry? I don't know about long. I don't know how long term this has been, but you foldable show out with um uh the demon slayer recently that fight that like we had our geek out freak out segment on was absolutely amazing um they're showing out mappa is really good too only thing i would say i hate how the new titans look i don't like the design of them like compared to like the previous season three season two season one design and then uh studio perio i think is another one um that's also really good so but definitely you foldable or as they say, you goatable. Yeah, yeah, you goatable is definitely one. Uh, like we 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 cannot we cannot not give them the rose for that one. Uh, here's here's one that I'm Studio Ghibli. Ah, oh, yes, yeah. It's like Studio Ghibli. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, yeah, the most goated animation. It's definitely a goat. I was just thinking of like other. Stuff. Yeah. But yes, so Studio Perio that I mentioned, it did Naruto, Bleach, Yu Yu Hakusho, Black Clover. Boruto doesn't exist. Uh, Tokyo. What is that? <laughs> yeah. So that I just wanted to give because they gave like they gave like two of the top of the big three. So yeah, it's like definitely just give give them their roses. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, hold up. I, I'm just I just want to make sure I got their name right. Uh, Okay, so uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, oh. kind of, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, it's it you you mentioned Studio Piero. Yeah. All right, so yep, we got them. That's good. Yeah, we already got our goaded one. There's like A1. Um I forgot who they do, but I know like some of their animations are really cool. And there's this anime coming out next year. It's like solo leveling. That's like I believe it's an A1 production. So hmm. all right, cool, cool. So next question is, when did you realize that you were a hardcore blurred? It's a tough one because I feel like I had multiple awakenings. So obviously just growing up, I like we talked about in our first episode, like never leaving the nerddom. So it's like never that like that oh moment. But I mean, playing Yu-Gi-Oh in middle school, like that's like one thing. So discuss about like acting um, out stuff when you're just like in elementary school. I think for me, the anime awakening happened in college, whereas it's like that's when I would actually like binge hardcore like a lot. Uh, so I think that was like a another hardcore part of it. But yeah, I just feel like I my entire life I've just been a blurred. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't think like there was a moment I just realized it. Mm-hmm. I just know it was just what I was. So it was just like okay, when I'm like over here, as you said, like playing Yu-Gi-Oh out there on the schoolyard or uh, winning tournaments like you. Uh, wait, we yeah 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 you don't you don't have to talk about that time I went to Worlds. Uh, <laughs> we, we we don't have to talk about that time. Uh, Gotta give you your love. Thank, thank you, thank you. But uh, I'm I'm a I'm a different band. I retired, I retired for a reason. <clears throat> but uh, there's that. There was the, you know, well, I guess really that was like 
I mean, you mentioned like just me actually going to tournaments and whatnot. Like that was a big hardcore blurred moment. Uh, like of course, like watching different anime and whatnot, like finding super enjoyment in that. Uh, I said just being out in the schoolyard, you know, like trying to do a Kamehameha high every now and again, mm. or uh, or whatnot, and then just. And <laughs> oh yeah, so, so so yeah, that's my like blurred on the anime side. When I say hardcore blurred, like when I went to blurred uh went to the blurred academy of comic bookdom, mm-hmm. like that one actually awakened in me and I went came out in high school. Yeah, and I learned about the superior Spider Man, and I just had to go, I had to go, not nah, wait what. And mm-hmm. then, and then that literally like it started there, and then it cascaded me into basically it put me. Basically, that storyline was the reason I got back into comics. Okay. To where now I got comics out the wazoo over here. Yeah, I definitely remember middle school, and, uh, high school, just like going to like my parents would take me to Barnes and Noble, just like picking out like an interesting comic and just like standing up and reading it in the aisles. So that's definitely a good one. All right. For our final question, we can actually use this for our words of encouragement and wrapping up actually. Mm, yes. Yes. But before we get into that, just, uh, we want to again, just hit our plugs real quick. Yep. So our plugs is of course, we have ourselves our Instagram, which is blurred city 22. That's where you can also find the link to our Discord, uh, which which you can go in and then you can, you know, be part of an amazing community where you can submit like different segments and different ideas such as Geek Out Freakouts or our uh, random fan theories or even a Come Get Your Rose segment. Uh, and also submit more questions so that way we, if we return, we have like, hey, more uh, Q&As. And then that's also where we'd be streaming games on uh and then from there you also have our uh twitter which is also blurred city 22 we have our youtube which is blurred city pod you know like comment and subscribe to it and hit that bell for notifications so you don't miss out on another awesome video and then finally we have ourselves our email <clears throat> address which is blurred city 22 at gmail.com where you can submit all those aforementioned sections directly to us, DM us with any good ideas and whatnot. So those are our plugs. Yep. And for just my individual author pages, for my Instagram, it's Mitri underscore dash. For my Twitter, it's at the Mad Dash 16. And if you're interested in my book, Phantom Pains, a most regular tale, you can catch that on Amazon. So again, just real quick, just hit the like, hit the notifications, subscribe, give us the rating. It's really brief you don't have to it's not anything so just like whenever we do come back if we do uh you already know we're here so thanks for rocking out with us for so long so we're going to get into our final question of the day and as usual we're just going to hit it with any encouraging words for newly minted blurs and nerds yes so and i i love this question so much so like my encouraging words for you all is it don't matter what other people think is like if it's like as long as you are personally happy with what you're what you're into, whether it be like anime, comics, movies, gaming, whatever, and you find enjoyment in it, then that's that's all that matters. Like just follow it with as long as your heart content and 
and then also find yourself a community of folks who do uh who like it as well it's like i would like to say like hey blurred city is an awesome community to be a part of where you can where you can be part of a community where hey there's no judging there's nothing at all unless you're into furries uh but that's neither here nor there but <laughs> but yeah so hey don't be ashamed of what you love and go ahead and just rock out yeah and for me, just like even going with what you say, as long as as you're you can still be a productive member of society and what you enjoy isn't illegal, then just like really take part of it. At the end of the day, nobody can be happy for you. Um, or like just like nobody can feel for you. So just like how we talked about it. like if you want to watch like something that makes you cry and you feel good on the inside, let's go do that. If you want to laugh, you want to dress up, cosplay. If you want to have your own Twitch streaming, hey, if you want to get into podcasting, like this isn't something that like somebody else stepped in. It was like, hey, we're going to get monetary gain for it like immediately. Can you join our network or something like that? This was like, hey, two two friends that just wanted to talk about Virtus with a bigger community. So that's kind of how we decided to rock out. So take whatever avenue you can to enjoy it and just have fun. So that's our words of encouragement. And as usual, maybe for the last time, maybe not, but we're just going to say it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And that's the Blur City Podcast. And we'll see you at some point. <laughs>